You are listening to Yoga Boss, episode 85. Welcome to the Yoga Boss podcast. Do you feel like you were meant to have a successful career in the yoga industry? Like you got into this industry to truly help your students, but you're struggling to actually make money? Or you know that marketing your business is essential, but don't know how to make it intentional and effective for you. Maybe you have already had some success, but you're ready to scale to multiple six figures. Building a profitable yoga business is less complicated and easier than you know. It takes business strategy and a yoga boss mindset. When you are ready to work on your business instead of in it, this is the podcast for you. Now your host, Jackie Murphy, the business coach just for yoga teachers. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Yoga Boss. I'm your host, Jackie Murphy. If you are not signed up for the Purposeful Profit three-day live training, you need to pause whatever it is that you're doing. Head over to my website, JackieGMurphy.com. Click the banner at the top and sign up right now. Nope, like actually do it right now. I know that there are so many of you already attending this live event, but I want to tell you guys this training is everything to kick your butt into gear this September and start to really have momentum in your business. Now, this is super important. We all know that when it comes to yoga, January is an incredibly busy time. Because people love their New Year's resolutions and it's kind of this like peak in the wellness industry. Not that it should be, but it is what it is. So if you want to make money, if you know that this year you set a goal to hit 100K or next year is your 100K year or next year is your 500K year, then of course the momentum for that starts right now. And it starts with the Purposeful Profit Training and then continues with the Yoga Boss program. I'm not messing around, my friends. I know some of you guys are listening to this podcast and you already know you want a business. You're already a hell yes. And you're waiting on saying yes. You're waiting on surrounding yourself with a group of people who will be by your side, cheering you on and picking you back up when shit gets crazy, because we know it does in business. Now, the reason that you're waiting is only because you have some doubt in yourself. And it's a normal, healthy level of doubt. I promise you that. It doesn't mean that you're not cut out to be a CEO. It doesn't mean that you don't have the business skills that you need. Not at all. You know what it takes for someone to succeed in business? It doesn't take the perfect niche or the right offer or an MBA. It takes commitment and resilience and curiosity. That's what it takes. Now, I already know that if you're a yoga teacher, you've got all of those things. Because I know teaching yoga is not that easy the first time you stand up and do it. And so you stand up, you mess up, you say the wrong thing, you fail, you do it again. So if there's any part of you that's telling you that, "Mm, I really want this, but I don't know if I'm meant to be a CEO, knock it off. (laughs) No more of that. I'm done with that. You know that you are meant for this. Of course you feel doubt. Of course, you'll be resourceful getting together the investment, 
that's fine. That's just you being a CEO. Let's do it. Purposeful Profit Training, September 15th through the 17th. And then the Yoga Boss September group starts right after that. Okay. That was like a rant to kick your butt into the gear. (laughs) I just like am so heartbroken every time I see a yoga teacher tell me that they want something and they end up going back to their job or they don't go for it or they don't get the loan that they need to open the studio they want to open. Like it truly breaks my heart and I'm hell bent on you living the life that you want. This is it, my friends. That little dream of the kind of life that you want, you have to go out and build it and make it happen. Might as well do it with a group of people around you cheering you on. It makes it a lot easier. Okay, so today we are talking about the Acres of Diamond story. And some of you might know this. I used to actually use it when I was teaching group asana classes. And it's really just fitting and perfect for the problem that I'm seeing so many of you run into right now. The problem that I'm seeing is that you are obsessed with marketing. (laughs) Now, don't get me wrong. Marketing your business is essential. Totally. We got to let people know that you're open. We got to let people know that they can come in to your studio or to your retreats or to your one-to-ones, your private clients, whatever it may be. And I see so many yoga teachers get so fixated on having the perfect marketing strategy, the perfect post, the perfect reel. And it's almost like you believe that if you could just figure out marketing, then money would just like flood into your business. So it sounds like this if-then statement. If I was better at marketing, if I could only figure out marketing, if I knew anything about marketing, then I would make a ton of money. The problem with any if-then statement in your business is that you delegate responsibility to that thing being what makes you money. So I really want you to hear this. Marketing is not what makes you money. Growing your audience, growing your email list is not what makes you money. You can have an email list of a hundred thousand people and not be making what you want to be making. Or, which I suggest, like I'm doing, you can have a smaller email list and be making multiple six figures. So you're like, all right, all right, Jackie, you're kind of catching my attention. (laughs) Tell me why focusing on marketing is a problem. And let's be really clear. I'm not saying that focusing on marketing is a problem. Like I teach you an organic marketing formula in my business. (laughs) I teach you how to do value first marketing. Over-focusing on marketing is a problem. And the reason that it's a problem is because you will spend more of your time editing your copy, perfecting that reel, seeking out a specialist, whether it be a Facebook ad specialist or somebody who says they have the best marketing emails, best 30 templates that you can post to Instagram and use right away, or somebody who has the secret, quote unquote, to you making lots of money. And as long as you're caught up in that, you know what's not happening? You're not actually talking to people. You're not actually marketing. And you know what's happening even more than that, deeper than that? You're not selling the current audience that you have. So let's just 
dial it in, get incredibly specific. You know you have this problem when you either have tons of posts written that you actually haven't put on to social media, when you have 30 drafts of reels that you haven't posted, when you've researched researched every single possible marketing thing, course, Facebook ad specialist, SEO specialist, um, et cetera. There's more and more and more. And you're not actually having conversations with people. When you start your business, the simplest way to quote unquote market your business is tell people who you are and what you do, but actually tell people. And then as you grow and you scale your business, you will automate your marketing for sure. We'll create the Facebook ad and for sure you'll bring in more and more people into your business. And if you're only bringing people into the business, but you're not selling them anything or you're not selling them well, it doesn't matter. So I want to give you this example. I was thinking about this as an analogy. Let's say that you were going to go buy a new car. And you went to the car dealership and you were like, hey, I want to go test drive this car for free. And the person at the dealership is like, great, here are the keys. Go have fun. And you go out in the car and you test drive it around the city and you come back to the dealership and you're like, oh my God, I loved that car. That was incredible. That was an amazing experience. How awesome. And you handed the keys back to the guy at the car dealership and he was like, okay, see you soon. You'd be like, wait, what? I want to buy this car. Like, sell me a car. Tell me why this is as amazing as I experienced to be. Like, reaffirm the experience that I just had. That is what you're doing in your selling. When you use value first marketing to deliver transformation and give useful and helpful information to your audience. Then when it comes to selling, you're just being reaffirming the transformation that they've already experienced and saying, yeah, I know you've already experienced this. It is awesome. Let's do more of it. Do you want the next step? It would be so weird if the person didn't sell you. But this is what happens for so many of your businesses. You have some sort of free content you're putting out. You are putting out a free ebook on how to be able to do a handstand or a headstand. You might have a free week in your studio or an intro month deal, or you might have some sort of free meditation you're offering online. That's called value first marketing. Now, when you take that value and you don't actually sell from it, yeah, it's cool to give people value, but it's never going to make you money. So all of a sudden you've opened a charity that gives away value for free that you're going to be at the expense of. Okay, so what do we do, right? Like, how do I overcome this? We're going to get to that. I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. I just want you to recognize this in yourself. Even if you're listening to this and you're like, that's not me, Jackie, there is always a little bit of truth, something we can learn. So I want you to hear this. Are you Wednesday at four o'clock PM, re-editing the post that you wrote on Monday? Are you scrolling through Instagram, quote unquote, connecting with other people to build your audience to hope that they buy from you? Are you going to teach at all of the studios in your city 
hoping that being in front of all of those people teaching great classes makes you money in your business? Are you offering free weeks in your studio? This is a sign that you're too marketing heavy if you aren't making the money that you want to make. So let's talk about this with the Acres of Diamonds story. This is from Russell Conway, the founder of Temple University, and he gave a speech called The Acres of Diamonds. It's a supposedly true story about an African farmer named Ali who heard stories of fortune by other farmers. These farmers discovered diamonds on their land and became rich beyond their wildest imagination. So Ali became discontented with his own life and desperately desired the same fortune. He sold his own farm and left his family to begin a quest for a land that would lead him to riches. He searched through many lands far and wide. Eventually, as an old man, he became depressed and despondent. He threw himself into a great tidal wave to his death, never to be seen again. The successor of his land, another farmer, one day strolled along a creek that ran through the property. He noticed a blue flash from the creek bed, knelt down and sifted through the water until he pulled a crystal object from the mud of the creek. He wiped it off, took it home, and left it on his mantle above the fireplace, where he quickly forgot about it. Several weeks later, a visitor stopped by the farm and noticed the crystal on the mantle. Instantly, he became excited and was holding a diamond in his hand. The farmer protested at first, and the visitor reassured him that it was indeed a diamond. That farm eventually became one of the largest diamond mines in the world. Had Ali simply know how to identify and look for diamonds, he would have had the fortune he so desperately wanted. Y'all hear that? This is from a website called Oak City. We are all standing on our own acres of diamonds. We just need the skills and the ability to recognize what a diamond looks like in its rough. We need the skills and the abilities to sell the people who are in front of us. We need to see the obstacles and the challenges in selling them as the way, as diamonds ready to be cut and polished. It's so easy to look at your audience and see the shortcomings, see their lack of funds or their lack of action, thinking that something's just not right. It's so much more effort for your brain to look for the diamond in their rough state, see them as a diamond and turn it into something beautiful. Do you guys hear that? Let me repeat it again. It's more difficult to look for the diamond in its rough state, recognize it as a diamond, and turn them into something beautiful. This is why my little speech at the beginning is so, so, so important. I see you as a multiple six and seven figure CEO. Maybe you're in your rough state right? Like maybe you're flustered and disorganized and you don't know what you're selling and you fear investing. Totally fine. 
I still see the diamond there. I see your capability. I see your potential. Now, I want you to think about your own audience. It's been said, and I learned this from a colleague, and she said, you know what, Jackie? Two to three percent of your audience will convert at any given time. If you do the work, right? If you do the work of polishing the diamond, of selling really well, two to three percent of your audience at any given time. That means today. That means right now, two to three percent of your current audience could buy. And I know a lot of you don't need hundreds of people to buy in order to hit your business goals. It might be 10. 10 people. You've got that, my friends, in your current audience. So when you spend all your time distracted with, quote unquote, growing your following, focused on marketing, you're not working on the diamonds that are in front of you, the people that are in front of you. Consider this. You are sitting on a gold mine. Are you aware of that? Have you tapped into that? Honor those people who are there. Sell them well. Sell them with grace and honor and love into something that they already want. Think about that car dealership. They already love your marketing. They're already there. They've already been like, yeah. When they hit the follow button, they're saying, yeah, I'm into this. When they sign up for the free week, they're saying, yeah, I want this. I might have some doubts coming with me, but I want this. Really think about that. If you saw every new student that walked into your studio as someone who wanted a membership, but just had some doubt to overcome, how would you treat them? So let's go back. Like, let's think about that free value first marketing that you're doing. What are you giving away? Is it the free week? Is it the ebook? Like, what is it? After you deliver the value, after you deliver that to those people, are you polishing that diamond? Are you showing up for them? Are you giving them the opportunity to say, yes, I want more, but I'm afraid. Here are my questions. Here are my doubts. Here's what I don't think I can overcome. And are you holding them their hand and walking them through to actually signing up for your paid offer? A lot of yoga teachers are focused on marketing when they actually need to be focused on selling. And selling, in my eyes, is the highest level of service. It is the time where you get to give someone the open door to transformation. Like, I really want you to think about that. I went to my very first yoga class with a friend. And then I went back a few weeks later by myself. And I was terrified. I was like 14 years old. (laughs) And I bought a membership. And there was this like little fire in me that simply said, oh man, that was the start of something really good. Like that was the next step in my entire life. Was I afraid? Yeah, I didn't know anyone there. I was a student. I was a high school student. I didn't know if I could pay for it. But saying yes to that membership literally changed everything. I want you to think about that for your people. When you're selling them, you are giving them an opportunity to lean into a future vision of what they want their life to be versus being dictated by a past story. 
All right. So instead, at Wednesday, 4 p.m., scrolling, wanting more people in your audience, thinking about the next marketing thing that you can do, wasting your money on Facebook ads, what I want you to be doing is nurturing the people who are already in your audience, talking to them, giving them more value, creating space for them, connecting with them. Super simple. Send out a message and be like, hey, I see you in my, in my world. How are you doing? Are you still interested in yoga? I'd love to chat more. I'd love to help you out. Not because you want that person to buy specifically, but because you genuinely care about those people in front of you. And that instead of looking for more or different or better, you're nurturing what is right there. So when it comes to just like strategy, very, very simply, you have to make sure you have some kind of follow-up after people get your free offer. So I'm going to do an entire podcast on how to do this, but I just want to put it into your ear. If you're leading a free meditation on Instagram every week, do you have their email address? Can you follow up with those people? Can you sell them after? If you have a free week in your studio, do you have an entire system designed just to help them buy? That means email, setting up a phone call with them, having someone at the front desk trained to talk about them into membership. When I had a studio, we trained every single teacher to look at, you can see in mind body, like what kind of package the student is on. And any student that was on their intro package, the teacher knew that they had to check in. They had to say, hey, I see you're on this intro. How's it going? And generate that conversation about their experience and take them to the next level. Like, hey, are you interested in membership? Like, I'm happy to talk to you either after class or before class, whenever. And we also had people calling them and we were also emailing them. All of that needs to be happening. And guess what? If some people get annoyed, you know what they're going to do? They're going to just unsubscribe from your emails. They're going to, you know, decide not to sign up for membership anyway. They never were going to. So it's no big deal. You want to polish the diamonds that are there and be willing to let go of the rest. All right. I hope you enjoyed story time. You can totally use this theme in your classes or in your marketing. How ironic. (laughs) But I want you to really really think about it for your own business. There are people in front of you who are, hell yes, they're just a little afraid. And I know there are some of you listening to this podcast who are a hell yes for what I offer. You are getting transformation from literally every single episode, but you are a little afraid and you're doubting like, do you have the skills? Do you have the time? I've got you with all of your doubts. If you haven't signed up for your free business consultation, it's time. This is an amazing value. Make sure you sign up for that. All right, my friends, I will talk to you in episode 86. Bye.